the Let's Go Racing Family Podcast, sharing our love through NASCAR, running, and just racing through life. Hosted by Sebastian, Giovanni, Karen, Tony, and me, Johan. Each week, we'll talk about our view of the world through the lens of racing. Oh my word, Chase Elliott just burst into a ball of smoke. Um, welcome back to the Let's Go Racing Family podcast. Uh, as we were just watching the last few laps of the Wise Power 400 at Auto Club, we just witnessed Chase Elliott turning into a ball of smoke and pulling a caution. Currently, our leader leaders are Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Austin Dillon, Eric Jones, and Ryan Blaney. And previously, a couple of laps before, Kyle Larson had pretty much taken out Chase Elliott, and he was running in third. I think Chase Elliott just wanted to do some burnouts. Did It looked like he was doing lots of burnouts. Well, Kyle Larson and his fans definitely don't seem to be happy about this. No, because he was well on his way to winning another California race. They're showing the replay right now. It looks like Chase Elliott is making a run on the outside. Kyle Larson goes to block him, ends up. Uh, he, he smacked him to the wall. Yeah, smacked him in the wall, and I think he had a tire problem after that uh, and uh, ends up. It looks like, yeah, they're showing the replay. It looked like a tire went down, and he spun out afterwards. That's so. been a consistent theme. I'm not the unbelievable. I'm not sure who gets the lead lap, if it's Kyle Busch or Chase Elliott. Well, it won't be Chase. I think the rules are if you cause the caution or part of the caution. You don't get the. You don't get that, yeah. So I think it's Kyle Busch who gets it, or unless no one gets it. Do you think this is going to like change the ending of the race? Like, could there be? Some oh, absolutely. Big... Yeah. I mean, like... now you had drivers that were stretched out and uh, you Swat... have guys. Now they're all coming into pit with Swat eight is to go. I think this is going to really, unless we get another wreck here, I think this is going to come down to uh pit game. Like whoever can get out fastest. Yeah. And uh, that's what happened. In especially the... with the one. Lug that's what now. happened in uh, Phoenix. In last season, Kyle Larson was struggling, and then he had a great pit stop, launched out. He won the race off of pit road and won the championship. And, and just, the for race. our listeners, we're watching the uh, the pit crews go uh, through their last pit stops, and we're seeing Joey Logano and Denny Hamlin on screen. I think Larson already uh, exited the pit. He had a further back pit stop. Looks like uh, the FedEx 11 got out, and now they're going out. So we'll see at the line who's going to be in the lead. Johan, tell, uh, tell uh, our Larson. listeners. So the the race off of pit road, Larson, Suarez, Logano, Dylan, Jones, Stenhouse, Harvard, Hamlin, Amarola, and Blaney. Wow. Suarez. Daniel Suarez. Five spots. Something. Okay, we got to figure out what happened there because he jumped five spots. What an unbelievable pit stop. Hopefully no penalties because if that's the case, Daniel Suarez is about to restart on the outside on the front row. Well, that depends on where Larson's going to Oh, that's pick, true. Because we have the choose rule again. Wow. Could now, this worried, be his... This, could this Could this be it? Could this be... Uh, this could be um a big historic thing. Well, right now, if these two crash out, Joey Logano's in the hot seat in third place, who has say, never Joey, won at Auto Club. That is crazy. I, for, I thought for sure, not only had he won, but he had won multiple times. The closest he got, I think, was back in 2013. I'm not sure if I got the year right. But yeah, uh, he was leading right. the race. Denny Hamlin um, took him out. They both wrecked, and Kyle Busch stole the win. Yeah, that's still one of my favorite. And I finishes. remember, I remember they marked Joey Logano as the winner on like the 
digital bar and I was like, maybe he won. No, he didn't. But that would be pretty cool if he can also get a win here. All right, so, here, here's the choose lane no, right now. Not yet. This but... is oh, the no, wave not around. yet. Oh, the wave around. Okay. Getting a little excited. But yeah, wow, this could be history making. Uh if if in fact Daniel Suarez did not have a penalty, his team picked up five spots. Thing, Larson's car is very fast. Absolutely, he's very fast. I think he's a longer run car. Who, um, Suarez? No, Larson. I think if you give him enough laps to run, he will figure out, he'll work his way up think, to you. Do you think he has enough laps to run? I don't think so. Karen, what do you think Well, I'm not about sure. what you're seeing possibly play out in front of us? I'm really excited to see Suarez in second place. I hope he can do something. Um... I don't know. Anything can happen. Unfortunately, and we've talked about this with our listeners. I don't have the audio pumping through right now. So we're literally just watching it because I didn't want the audio to spill over. The suspense is real. And so uh, they could be telling us why Suarez and his team jumped up. We have no idea. But man, he picked up five spots. Maybe the, I think they might have went for two tires. No, they had four. They had four. Unless they, they didn't label it correctly. They had that his team went and got four tires. You know, I'm surprised NASCAR hasn't modified like the jack system to be inside of the car. Like F1. Or what if they had like more enough crew members now with a one lug nut? You had a two tire changers, side. two tire changers on each side two jacks on each side so you can literally just pump the car up and do it one by one on each side all right let's see be, the choose rule guys that would be overly fast pit stops honestly i think because of how wide the track is if you're like from seven for to up i think you have a chance of winning 10 from to eight you have a slightly chance but i think you got a good chance if you're, oh, Suarez, Suarez went on, on the, the inside. inside. I think that's a good and idea. So that meant that Larson took the outside. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, Logano went behind. So Suarez starting on row one with five to go. This is well, it'll probably end up being what four to go, right? Because yeah. it's five to go. Now. This is big for him. This this, this is, is yeah make or break really. No matter what happens, this is highly impressive. That in the second race of the second year with him at Trackhouse team track house that they're in the opportunity in the top to win two. the race that's yeah that's awesome that's all you want this you do could, that enough times you're gonna you're gonna break down that door maybe pitbull could be singing a little victory song oh i think we're gonna see a lot of pitbull if he ends up winning this race now the question is is he in california will he be in victory lane because that will be a party if it actually happens uh if not you know well, I, I still think the team's going to be very excited to take away this kind of a run. I mean, the team Not overall was doing well. What happened to Chastain? He was doing. He was running up there, spun out. But but still, he had ran. He ran he was up. Doing right? really well. Yeah, yeah. He was. The Chevys have done really good. It's just they've had like small problems that have taken them out of the race. Like um, Larson's teammates have been doing good, but then they get wrecked out. Tyler Reddick, who we'll talk about later, had a really good day, but. In a problem cost him to get out of the race. So, uh, okay, here we go. We're fans, coming to the restart. Here we go. Fans are here standing up. I'm this, so nervous. When I'm they nervous. go green, there's four to go. Hopefully, Suarez doesn't spin those tires. And, uh, and hopefully, someone doesn't take him out. And hopefully, he doesn't get a penalty on the restart. Whoever wins this, four to gets go. A, here we go. Austin Dillon, I think, is behind Suarez pushing. What do we got happening, guys? What is guys? happening in the Play, back? We've got played out cars. for our, oh. 
Our listeners. Logano is, is that pushing Larson, Larson, Larson the front. off. All right. So what is running? Oh, wait, he's got to run here. Logano going on the outside. Going high outside. It's four to go, guys. Four to go. Okay. Oh. 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 is going up. Larson. Is guys, that car looks like it's out front. He is driving. Oh, here oh, comes Logano. Oh, Logano is going three wide. Oh, snap. Oh, Logano no. getting loose. Driving that. Oh, no, no, it's going to be Larson. Oh, that's taking car. the air off. That is, that is affecting the air. All right. Oh, no, 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 Suarez no. got behind Jones. Behind Jones. That's Eric oh, Jones Larson pushing Suarez. Eric Jones is a strong car. Suarez, nice. Dude, he's got to run. He's got to run. Oh, he's on his Oh, my goodness, Suarez is leading the race. Oh, my word. He needs oh, Jones. Word, guys. Oh, and he's pushing Larson up the track. Oh, my Dylan, goodness. He's Dylan, in the lead. Dylan, Dylan. What is D- Austin Dylan? Is guys, now in- Daniel Suarez just took the lead on the back oh, my stretch word. with three to go. He's pulling come away, on, too. Suarez. Come on, hold it, hold oh, it, hold it. Word, guys, oh, I can't my even. word, guys. Oh, my word. My heart. My right heart right Why now. is it still three laps to go? It should have been like one <laughs> lap to go already. Oh, my word. Oh, my goodness. Uh. Oh my goodness. Oh, Larson got a big run. Larson oh, got a big Larson. run. No, no, Larson no, no, got no, no. a big run. No, Larson big got run. over there. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh no, he's coming down. Oh, oh. whoa. Larson. Oh, I think he almost got into the grass. If Larson still. Now, what happened? Larson's up front. Larson Sorry, up I had front. a technical thing. The TV almost turned off. No, Suarez fell off the pace. Oh, and Austin no. Dillon now taking now second. In second. Oh. It's all right, guys. Two to go. Suarez is in the hot seat. He still has a really powerful car for what he's been doing. Come on, Suarez. Like, Suarez, that was absolutely impressive. Come on. He needs a run from Jones because Jones. He's got a nice push off of uh, turn three and four. Here comes Suarez. Maybe he's got, maybe there's a little something left in that tank. Come on. Maybe. One to go, guys. Come on. White flag. No, Jones. No, Jones is going around them. White flag. It's going to get close here. I don't want Larson to win. Come on, Dylan. Oh, we got a car oh, sideways. Coming around. Oh, no. no. Is that going to call it? A- yeah, that's going to be a caution, guys. Oh, man. No, no, no. no. Don't he's call it. The, Don't call he's it. On the, he's on the apron. It's 31. Oh, they have not thrown a caution. I'm surprised. Come on. Come on, Dylan. No, Suarez. Where's oh, Suarez? He fell back. To fell back. He's not winning this. No. All right, guys. But you know what? But he's falling back. It's like something happened or he's slowing he's down. He's in fourth. Come on, Dylan. Imagine Austin Dylan just there, comes I out of nowhere. Smoke as... Austin Dillon's going to give it everything he's got on this last turn, That's but it. I don't That's think it. he's got oh, enough. No. no. Kyle Larson with the win. Johan, why don't you take us through the top five? Top five of the race, Larson, Dillon, Jones, Suarez, Logano. Look, oh. I know we're a little disappointed that Suarez, Daniel Suarez didn't pull it off, but I was very impressed that he was actually able to drive up there. We'll have to see the replay because literally at the moment when he started moving backwards, I had to move to make sure we didn't lose the shot. Uh, so anyway, all right, guys, immediate reactions. Oh, so happy. What'd you think? I think I won bingo. <laughs> Why? Because I'm looking at that top 10 and none of our drivers are in it. What? Blaney's out of the top 10? All right, here we go. This well. is the uh, replay. Suarez is clearly out front. He is well ahead of Larson. Larson just got a run. Uh, and then he bumped him. Did he bump him, or yeah. Suarez yeah, just he bumped him? We're watching the replay for our for our listeners and those watching the podcast, and they were showing Suarez was out, and he, uh, I don't know, guys, I don't think he bumped Larson. Bumped him. He just had a I think better run. I think something broke. No, I don't think if something broke, he would have fallen a lot fallen further a lot back than fourth. 
No, it I was think, very close. Well, Larson just had Larson a run. Larson just came down. He came the block, and then his car suddenly, literally, quickly turned up. Well, you know what, though? Larson is the defending champion. You know, can I just say, every time I choose Kyle Larson as my pick of the week, he, he doesn't do anything. Mom, anything. please pick him he next like week. Rex. Seriously, I picked them last year to win the, I mean, last week to pick the Daytona 500. Nothing. You couldn't have Today, picked him. Seriously, of all days, he's going to win today. <laughs> well, we didn't know that Daniel Suarez was going to have a shot to win. Uh, I'm so That's bummed so for him. And it, Both and of you. And like, it's, it, he finished fourth, so we should be very excited, and he should be very excited, but he was like there very Bubba so and Suarez were so close I know. to winning. Bubba to, Wallace to, last week, and now Daniel Suarez. Oh, so heartbreaking. But you know what, guys? Listen, he is a, a NASCAR champion. This isn't going to be the last time he's going to have a chance to run up front. And every time he has that chance, he's going to be knocking on that door. Do you mean he's Xfinity? Yeah, he's, an ex- yeah, he's a NASCAR like Xfinity a, champion. NASCAR, just so NASCAR. He's, he's won, and he just hasn't won in the Cup Series yet. He's getting closer, though. At least yes, he's, com- he's, he's being competitive. he's knocking on that door. Last year, he finished fourth at the uh, Bristol Dirt. Then he finished seventh in Nashville. You know, now this is the second race of this year, and he's finished fourth. He finished he got, fourth. That's so, again, like you, you know, said, we're in the caught up in the moment. We're uh, you know emotionally invested. We wanted him to win. He came so close, but the reality is there he is. He's being saluted. He's talking to Joey Logano. I um, think they're being. I think they're trying to start a bully party to Kyle Larson. Oh, stop. oh come on, no, no. no, listen. I. You know what? Uh, yeah, he's Elliott just going to learn. That. Guys, he's going to learn. So I, would, I, know I wish I could be a fly but... right now and listen to what Joey and Daniel are talking about. Me too. Ah, Kyle Larson again, dude. I didn't want him to win. <laughs> I don't, think any of I don't know. You could see me. You, I don't know if you saw me, but I looked pretty dejected when he won. Yeah, you were pretty dejected. But you know what? You got to salute to him. And, and what's significant about this win? He won... Uh, in 2017. He won in 2017 was the last time he won in California because, right, they didn't uh, race in tw- uh, until this is the first California race since 2020. Oh, man, I just realized. And he's also Larson's a California gonna boy. Larson's going to be the last one to ever to ever win on this type of auto club track. Maybe not, well, Dave. We'll see. We're going to talk about that. I wouldn't jump the gun on that because a little bit of news that I was hearing right uh, right before the race that uh, may change what NASCAR is planning. 12. I'm looking at the f- unofficial results. Brad got taken out. Oh, Blaney, Blaney for Blaney. 18. Wait, that means I got the highest finishing position oh, again. So you, had, you, you had picked Cendric. Cend- All right. Well, we'll come back to that. So just a real quick recap for our, our listeners and, and what we just witnessed. Uh, you know, we just took our listeners through the last few laps of the race with Kyle Larson taking the checkered flag. Uh, But to get to this point, we didn't think these were the guys that were going to be going on those last laps for the win. I mean, let's talk for a second about Tyler Reddick. What happened to him? He was having an unbelievable day. His leg was numb. Who who ran? He ran. uh, He won the first two stages. So let's talk a little bit about that. Well, obviously, he was like one of the most dominant cars. In fact, they were kept saying that he led more laps in this race than he's ever led in his career. So he was very dominant. Um, You know, I for sure thought if he didn't win the race, he was definitely going to be finishing in the top five. But he just, we had, he had a problem with his tires, right? Which is one of the things that was, um, was a factor in this race was the tires that kept, you know, they kept blowing tires. And 
after that, when he was kind of like limping across the field, um, William Byron smacked into him in a really strange way. It's like, it looked like it was an intentional hit, but it clearly wasn't. No, they said, I think they said that just William Byron did not, no one expected that. Like Tyler Reddick was way up front. He was in front. He was by himself and then had the tire down, go down. That was completely unexpected. I think, who was it you said was running in second and went around him? But I mean, it was a Briscoe. quick move. And so, was it Briscoe? Briscoe. No, not, I think it was, it was Jones. Eric Jones. I think it was yeah, Eric, yeah, yeah, it was Jones. Was Eric, Eric Jones. Eric Jones was running in second. He was strong and too. He, this, yeah, this and race. he's another one that mm-hmm. was running strong. He literally finished third. But when William Byron came to him, I think he it was unexpected, and he tried to like maneuver, and he just kind of lost the car and then slammed into him. So yeah, it was a little. And then disappointing. from there, all those mishaps, those few mishaps, just took who, him back. Who was it that used to say? Cautions breed cautions. Was that is that a Larry Larry Mac thing? But somebody like used it. to say that, and that's kind of what happened. This race felt like we had pretty strong green runs, and then all of a sudden, late in the race, when that caution happened, it just felt like there were cautions after that. Because then after that, you had Brad Keselowski and Bubba Wallace getting into it, and because they got into it, I think Bubba even you heard they they let they um, play put his radio on the on the broadcast and you could hear him apologize he said apologize to the six car he didn't mean to do that he just lost the front end and uh, ran into him and because of that harrison burton in the 21 got messed missed up with that so yeah second week in a row so correct me if i'm wrong but were there more um wrecks in this california in this fontana race than in the like another year in in prior years because I feel like there were yeah, a lot more. I wrecks. definitely these, think so. These yes. seem to run. These tracks seem to run more green, but yeah. there was a lot of wrecks towards the end. A lot of tires blowing. That was a very and, consistent theme throughout the yeah, entire race. Cars tire having issues. a limp off the track and yeah, I think somebody's going to be calling Goodyear or <laughs> and saying, guys, what is going on? Because a decision was made to not have an innerliner. And that is clearly causing problems. You have a guy, you have guys that they go down laps now, yeah, because a tire goes that's down. One that's one of the things that doesn't happen. In the that's past. one of the things that they were saying that due to this new formatting of the tires, they're losing laps because they're not able to get to pit quick enough to get that tire replaced and then be out again. So yeah, that's not a good thing. Like Kyle Busch went under four laps earlier, like real early. Yeah, in the race. yeah, he oh, was four- up. Wasn't he up in the front? Yeah, he and what was. Happened to Kyle? He he kept having like problems with the car, and then the tires went out, and he like spun out a couple times, and then it kept getting worse. He yeah, fell. Poor, poor Kyle, his car oh, was a man. hot mess today. Yeah, it just was not working for him. And he was one I, of the favorites. I yeah. like the broadcasters yes. had oh, some of them. And I picked Tony. Him. That is a great point. I just want to point out. I don't know if you guys noticed. Right before the race, they basically said like they had a list of the 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 top you know drivers that expected that were expected to win, and then they also had in which Kyle was, and then they also have one of like who were the drivers least expected to even finish you know in the top, and actually Daniel Suarez was one of those. He was not expected to do well. In not this to race. finish top five. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm just saying he had a powerhouse of a car. Like even earlier in the race, I saw him and who is just, this? Swatis. Oh yeah. It just looked like like just seeing him. Yeah, but no one expected him to come he was down the powerhouse. But though. no one expected him to be in the top two with eight la- or four laps to go. Especially but throughout the, the race, he had been up there. Like at he one point, he was seventh, and he fell back, and then he came back again. 
You know, I heard Gio, you know, several times throughout the race yelling, you know, Suarez is an eighth or Suarez is a seventh or, you know, so he was up there. It's not like he came from the back and, you know, it was that it was a surprise. He kept he moved up and he fell back a little bit. But, you know, the odds he there were the odds were against him at the beginning of this race. I mean, I don't know anything about odds and gambling and all of that, but it was eight thousand. I don't know what that means. Plus or minus. No, plus eight thousand or minus. eight. I don't know. He had an 8,000 next to his name. It was a long shot 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 to to win, win. but he was very close. That would have been awesome, though, had he won. And And he pulled it off. Yeah. 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 Well, and and then, you know, Kyle Busch had problems early. Christopher Bell had problems early. Christopher Bell's problems were related to tires. Uh, And then Chris Buescher also had problems. Whatever happened to him. All I know is I remember seeing his car was literally backwards up the track. Was he had another tire problem? So, again, like you said earlier, a reoccurring theme. Yeah. And that actually all goes all the way back to Daytona, where like drivers had issues with the inner liner. Like, for example, Joey Logano couldn't start up his car because there was no inner liner for the tire. He lost a ton of laps. And basically to counter this issue, Goodyear thought for this race, it would just be a great idea to just give every team an extra pair of cars or tires that did nothing. They still had the exact same issue. Yeah, because what's the problem? What was happening, Johan, with the tires and the cars and why they were having so many issues? Like, I think it was just because the no inner liner. Yeah, and then what would happen to the cars? They would just, like, spin out and then, like, they can't get back to pit road. Yeah, they can't get moving. And then it would damage the rim and the tire, and yeah, then they couldn't get back to pit road, and so that was a huge problem. It would be rare to get back to pit road because in the Daytona 500, there was, like, it's not just this week. It happened last week. Yeah. There was, like, multiple cars that had bad days because of the tire. Like, um, Justin Haley, he had a bad day because his tire popped out. Kaz Grala had a bad day. His tire popped out. So what do you think is going to happen? I think... Goodyear's going to have to think of a solution. Like, I think they're going to have to fix the tire, like put in an air, inner liner to and think of something. Yeah, I think they're going to have to add an inner liner or like something that reinforces them to allow them to continue moving when their tire like has issues. So this tire issue isn't becoming such a consistent problem. Besides that, though, and all of the commotion that happened during this race, I think that this has been the most engaging auto club race for me yeah. in a very long time. The best season like, ever. I actually enjoyed watching auto club for once. Well, I will tell you, I think they were even alluding to it in the broadcast. I think it had a lot to do with the car. It, it, it even the playing field. Yeah, I, Mark I was going to say that. that. I was going to say, I think that even though there have been the issues with the tires this season, and of course we're only in the second race, but, I feel like the fact that these new cars um, are giving everyone the opportunity to be able to, you know, be competitive. It has definitely been two exciting races. I mean, Eric Jones, look at him. He last season was finishing averages of like 20, uh, 15 or even further back. Yeah. And now he was literally running up front. Yeah. And doing extremely the entire well. race too. It wasn't. Yeah. I saw him early in the race and thought, okay, he got a good qualifying run. We've seen that years past. Somebody will have a really great qualifying run. But when the race got going, car would fall back. You know, the guys that the best of the best would rise to the front. And it kind of happened. But Eric Jones didn't fall all the way back. In yeah. fact, he was he was there. I mean, we just talked about when uh, Tyler Reddick in the after the second stage. So I think it was in the third stage had his problems and it was Eric Jones. It was right behind him. So 
I think that Eric Jones gave Suarez a huge push to send him to the lead and then got passed. In the last word, do we remember where Eric Jones finished? Third. 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 So, yeah, super exciting for for Petty uh, to have the 43 finish in the top five. Oh, yeah. And even for Eric Jones, he must be kind of like a sigh of relief, like up here again. I I can show that I'm I'm demonstrating that I am a, you know, capable and good driver. Yeah, I think that this car package of what we've seen so far has shown us that there are drivers who are really skilled at doing what they do, but they just haven't been given the proper equipment to do it right. Yeah. There's best definitely been an advantage for the bigger teams with a lot more money. And this is the way NASCAR thought they could kind of even the playing field, make it much more competitive. And it's not just the big teams winning. Now, we just say that, and who just won? <laughs> Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. Hendrick. So that also But then confirms... again, Daniel Suarez was competing against yes, him. Austin was. Dillon was up there. Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez. There were plenty of drivers that usually are like in wouldn't the middle. Wouldn't be competing Yeah, they wouldn't Larson. be competing. But my point is, the thing, with Larson winning, he's, it still proves like Larson knows how to wheel a car. Like he's a great driver. So you can't just say, oh, well, he's only there because of Hendrick. It helps. The combination of good equipment and good driving helps a lot. And that's the point, right? You've got now good drivers, like you were saying, they were maybe running in the back that have more talent and they just weren't able to show it because they didn't have the good equipment. Now you, you, you match that up with better equipment, more consistent equipment. And all of a sudden now you've got names up there. We're not used to hearing at the front. And so, yeah, I think that's what made this race a little bit more uh, exciting than in years past. And if you have a big difference in your equipment, it's going to be a little boring, right? Because a guy will just get out there and run. That's, that's why I said this one was so much more like entertaining and competitive because in previous years, you'd have that one driver like Kyle Larson or Martin Truex Jr. who would just take just off, kill, go and, take off and start lapping cars yeah. and cars would be, you know... Yeah, you couldn't get back on the lead. It wasn't fun. And then some, like, and then the equipment uh, last season was kind of like some equipment would be like the size of Earth. Some equipment, like for Hendrix, would be the size of the sun. It would, but like now the equipment is more balanced. All right. Well, as uh, any last thoughts on the race? I do have to say it is going to be a little sad that this version of Auto Club won't be um, returning, but I will remember it in the memories. Well. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So dad was scrolling on social media, right? Yep. And he ended up finding some news about Auto Club. And I'm sure we're all kind of sad that it's going to be going away. And we're getting... And why are we saying this? Because two years ago, right? What happened? Johan, there was an announcement. What was the announcement? That Auto Club was going to be the Bristol of the... Where is it? The West... So we would be getting another short track. So they were going to basically take the Auto Club, reconfigure it into a short track. Because Auto Club is a is what? How many miles? It's a, it's a two mile track. Two mile. And they were going to take it and make it into a half mile track. Because we know short track racing is pretty popular. So they there were going to do that. That's what they announced two years ago. So um, when dad found out about this news, it well, what was the news? That. Auto Club may be getting postponed for demolition. Yeah. 
there they that that yeah i saw this on jski.com and i also want to give and speed sport i think reported on this that essentially those plans are on hold it's not definitive i mean it's been two years do you, you think, think something would have started do you think though that maybe it had something to do with this weekend's races like you know yesterday was xfinity and then today well obviously the announcement came out before today but maybe they're like thinking about with this new package this race is now more competitive like we saw today as opposed to i mean because if you think about it bringing the smaller track like you were saying makes it more exciting more competitive you know with the small tracks so you know could it be that maybe they saw something and decided hey let's maybe hold off on how quickly we make the you know the work on the plans to you know demolish it and reconstruct it into a so i think that might be possible but i think it's something else what happened in this market that we just saw a race about three weeks ago oh the clash the clash and it went over really really well it it checked all the boxes of what nascar was looking for right it got interest in the sport it was a good and competitive race. The drivers seemed to all love it. And what were you saying during this race when we were talking about Fontana and SoCal and and L.A. because they keep showing a lot of scenes of L.A.? What did you say about this track and the reality? It's actually not in L.A. Like, right? It's, act- it's, it's 51 miles from uh, where the clash took place. And, and the, the clash. And the clash is actually, or the Coliseum is actually not even... Well, like, but it's pretty close to downtown. It's like, close you to downtown, it. but it's not like the Hollywood, like the scenes yeah. that you see of of L.A. and Hollywood and all that. It's not really there. But Fontana is even further out than yeah. that. It's actually going towards like center, the middle of California. It's across. It's across from the Ontario airport. So if any of you that are listening or watching and you fly to Southern California, you literally can see the track when you fly into Ontario airport. It's one of the southern california airports but it's not and we a lot of people think oh it's in la it's 50 miles like you just said from the coliseum the coliseum is really in la so here's what i think i think nascar saw the success of that race and the proximity of that track to la and you know maybe not to say they're not going to move forward with the original plans because the other problem is even if they wanted to build a track in LA, uh, land is not cheap in Southern California. If you know anything about real estate, it's one of the most expensive real estate markets in the world. So it's not like they're going to find enough land to build a track. They already have a place there, but I do think that's factoring in. And I think that maybe they want to make sure whatever plans, whatever construction they do, that they fine tune it with the new information that they just got on the weekend that they had a few weeks ago with that, because that, that, Coliseum was a lot fuller, it felt like, than what we saw. I mean, I the Daytona 500 last week was packed, and it made you feel like, wow, NASCAR's back. This race was packed too. It was. It was. Well, I did it was see, a full I saw, crowd. I saw some some spots in the stands that weren't as filled, um, but but maybe it's it was more packed than in years past. So definitely. Well, the broadcaster said interest. that it was it was packed. Yeah. All right. Well. Either way, I do think the Coliseum races 
are impacting why NASCAR wants to make sure they've got everything down before they move forward. I do think they're going to reconfigure it because short track racing is is, well, is I just think so the, popular. I think the Coliseum, having the clash at the Coliseum, as much as I missed having it here in 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 uh, Florida, I think it. I think it was really smart of NASCAR to do because it almost made it more relevant in California, you know, yeah, because oh yeah. they they really just go to Fontana, right? And then an, another time of the year, they go up to uh, Sonoma. Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And of course, Sonoma is out in, you know, the wine country. So it's not like a lot of big city around there. But I think bringing it to L.A. and, the, and, and bringing it to a big city made it more relevant to, you know, like SoCal residents. With that, Sebastian, where is NASCAR going next week? NASCAR next week is going to the city that is the base of operations for the Raiders, the setting of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, and the home of the Statue of Liberty, the small one. We are going to Las Vegas, baby. And it's also home to the to the Eiffel Tower. Also but it's Vegas. still small. The, the little one in Las Vegas. Yes. We are going to the Bush's hometown of Las Vegas next Sim week. Sim City. Sim City. That is a race I actually really want to go. That's, again, I really was thinking this year, but maybe next year we can pull it off. I would love to go to that race and check it out. Um, or we might have a chance later this year, if I can convince your mom, let you let you guys miss some school uh, in the fall. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll see. Because uh, they are going to be going back, right? There's two races in Vegas this year. So uh, last year's winners, do you guys remember who won the Vegas races? Because there were Larson two last year. and Hamlin. Larson won in the spring and Denny Hamlin won in the fall. Yes. So let's do our race picks for this coming week. And fun fact, this is the second week in a row. No one got any points. Will we continue that theme or will someone finally break it? It's the Let's Go Racing Family Picks of the Week. All right. So as Giovanni mentioned, this is the second week in a row where we haven't gotten any points. But based on where our drivers finished, Giovanni, you get to go first. Who is your pick for Vegas? Yes, here we go. Feels like we haven't done this in a long time. So Vegas, right? I've been contemplating it, and I was thinking about going with a powerhouse like maybe Kyle Larson or a Hendrick driver or one of the Bush brothers. But I don't think it's going to be any of them. I think we're going to see a different winner. And I think that's going to be Ryan Blaney. Wow, Ryan Blaney. Ooh, Blaney. Well, I'm also going to go with a Penske driver, but not the Daytona 500 winner. I'm going with the 22 of Joey Logano. Joey Logano. All right, Johan. You saved him for me. (laughs) He won the race in the spring. He's going to go back-to-back wins, Mr. Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. All right. All right. I ended up picking Kyle Busch this week, and he didn't do well. Let's see if his brother is going to do better. I'm going with Kurt Busch in the 45. Let's see if he can win in the spring. And, Dad, that leaves us with you. Who are you picking to win at Vegas? You know what? I'm going to go with a long shot. I'm going to go with a guy who I think is going to continue some strong momentum from this week. 
And I think Daniel Suarez is going to take his car to Victory Lane in Las Vegas. Yeah. And we're going to go to Dairy Queen to celebrate. Because remember, <laughs> when he gets a top 10, which, by the way, oh, we need we to do this Oh, we can go to Dairy week. Queen this week. I Let's think go. Squad is. Let's go after the podcast. All right. We'll Daniel Swat is for the win in Vegas. And one thing, if he wins, we all get, we get, we get, we all, each of us get three Dilly Bars. What's a Dilly Bar? Well, those are our... Let's Go Racing Family Picks of the Week. So for the last segment of this week, we wanted to really quick talk about our plans for racing and the coming spring and early summer. Uh, You know, our goal at the beginning of the year was to possibly try to get to a NASCAR Cup Series race once a month. And so we went to the Daytona 500 in February. And for March, we are planning, and actually we bought the tickets already, so we're going. We're actually going to go up to Atlanta to check out the new reconfigured track for the Quick Trip 400. Oh, no, 500. It is the the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. Yes. Remember, this is where they added the banking. It's banked. Kind of it's like now going to be banked even more than oh. what it was in the past. It's kind of like we talked, we described it as kind of like a baby Daytona. Yeah. So it'll be I'm really, like this. so I'm Daytona, super excited to check oh, this Daytona out. Daytona Talladega had a child and his name was Atlanta. Yeah, it was Atlanta. Atlanta Motor Speedway. So I'm super excited about that. And then for the summer, because the other challenge, of course, and a lot of families have to deal with this, is that in April, it's kind of the last time of the year where you're kind of wrapping up the school year. There's usually a lot of testing, standardized testing. So we were talking about different opportunities to possibly go to a race in April. There's a couple we looked at, but we haven't pulled the trigger and we may not go to a race in April uh, because of testing. And we want to make sure you guys are available for that. However, we're definitely making plans for late May in honor of one Mr. Johan, because why? What's happening in early June? And we said this is going to be your birthday present. It's going to be my birthday early June. No, yeah, but where, what are we going to do? We're going to the Coke 600. We're going to go to the Coca-Cola 600. Yes, sir, because your birthday is like that first week in June. And the, Coke Zero, uh, the Coca-Cola 600 is Memorial Day weekend, as many know. Uh, the, that last week in May. So we're going to go do that and then hang out in Charlotte, maybe visit some team shops again and go back to the NASCAR Hall of Fame because you, sir, have never actually been through the museum. Well, I have once, but I, I forgot it. Oh, well, was, you convinced was, me that you hadn't. <laughs> he was just you so did little, go. he doesn't remember, don't remember everything. Yeah. So we're All gonna... I remember is the gift shop because I literally went there yeah, in January. Yeah, because we just went in January, yes. And don't copyright us, but we got to go eat somewhere that me and Dad ended up eating yes, in January. Yes, your, your the favorite. Mar- Mar- Ricottas. Yeah, your favorite the... Charlotte Italian dining. We'll share all if, about if that. If you live in Charlotte and you listen to the podcast and you live downtown, go to it now it's delicious it is really good really good so yeah so those are our plans our upcoming plans for the next couple of races that we're going to see we'll have more race plans uh in the summertime as as your mom and i and we all kind of sit down and figure out which of the other tracks we want to go so we're pretty excited about this this season of nascar so yeah 
I think we covered a lot this week. And again, another exciting race. Uh, it's pretty cool. The season seems to be pretty exciting. First two weeks with Daytona 500 and now with the uh, with this one in Auto Club. Yeah. So with that, Giovanni, why don't you take us out? That's going to wrap up this week's episode of the Lots of Guys and Family podcast. Thank you so much for listening on in. Consider subscribing, following all our socials. Lots of Guys and Family, out. <laughs>